We uh, started a, a, a series for our, our Christmas season a couple of weeks ago. It's called Joy to the World. And today Jesus came to bring joy to the world. Um, we've all had uh, disappointments in our lives, some worse than others. You know, when you discover that after you left the McDonald's drive-thru, they gave you a sausage McMuffin rather than a sausage and egg McMuffin like you had ordered. Uh, you know, that, that's a bummer sometimes, but, uh, but, but it, you, it's not too bad. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world, especially when you see that they didn't charge you for the sausage and egg McMuffin. Uh, you know, some disappointments aren't too tragic, right, like that. Other disappointments can be a little deeper, and they can affect your life uh, beyond breakfast. One of my worst disappointments in my life was my first assignment as a, a member of the Air Force. Uh, Jackie and I were married March the 1st, 1980, uh, and two weeks later, March the 18th, I shipped off to Air Force basic training in San Antonio, Texas, Lackland Air Force Base, the very same place that Mackenzie uh, Dale is right now, as she's going through her basic training. Um, after six weeks of basic, I was uh, sent off to Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi uh, for uh, technical training there. I would be there for six months, and then I'd be off to my very first official assignment. Well, once I arrived at, at Keesler, Jackie's dad drove her uh, from Elizabeth City to Biloxi, Mississippi in our 1978 Camaro uh, so that she could be with me. Then he flew back home and we spent a pleasant six months together just getting used to military life and making friends and enjoying the Gulf Coast uh, down in Mississippi. Uh, as my tech training came near to the end, I was anticipating learning what my first assignment would be. Where would I go for my first assignment? I, I was initially teased with an assignment to Loring Air Force Base, which uh, was in northeastern Maine. It, it no longer exists anymore, but uh, it's way up there, about as far as you can go uh, up north. Uh, we were actually excited about that. Uh, I love to hunt, and we, like, we love the outdoors, and we heard that that was a great place for people that love the outdoors. So we were looking forward to that. That would be great. For some reason, that fell through, and we didn't, we didn't go to Loring. So we waited for the next assignment notification. Well, it arrived one day in the mail at our little apartment in D'Iberville, Mississippi, which is just across the back bay from Biloxi. Um, the letter started out this way. <clears throat> Dear Airman Woolard, welcome to Turkey. <laughs> now, initially, that, that wouldn't be so bad, I guess. You know, the, the land of the Bible, you know, Turkey, well, that could be an adventure. But then the disappointment didn't come until I began finishing the letter. When I continued to read the letter, it was from my sponsor there, and he was describing what my assignment would be. It was a remote radar site on a mountain in south-central Turkey, and it was unaccompanied, which means, and it was for 12 months, unaccompanied, meaning Jackie could not come with me. I would have to go by myself. Now, Jackie and I had only been married for six months, uh, and we were just getting started, getting used to living together, uh, and, and all of a sudden, I learned that I was going to have to leave her for a whole year. Uh, I'll have to tell you that, to date, that was one of the most disappointing days of my life. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being away from Jackie for a whole year. 
We had just gotten married. We were enjoying life together. We were looking forward to a new assignment adventure together. And suddenly, that was all taken away from us. Well, I tried everything I could to get out of the assignment. Uh, I, I volunteered to become a teacher at the tech school. It was called a pipeline teacher. Uh, you went from being a student to a teacher. Uh, some people did that. That didn't work, so I went to see a chaplain and, and, uh, and pouted to him, and, and, uh, but he couldn't do anything about it. Uh, everything I tried didn't work. I could not get out of this assignment. I was going to Turkey for a whole year by myself. I graduated from tech school in late November of 1980 and left for Turkey on my birthday, December the 17th. It took a couple of days to get there, and I landed at Enderly Air Base, Adana, Turkey, uh, just before Christmas, 1980. I would be transported to the remote radar site after Christmas. I was a lowly, sad puppy, feeling sorry for myself, in a strange country with my new wife thousands of miles away, spending Christmas with her family. Of course, back then there was no internet, no Facebook, no cell phones, no texting, no email. Uh, the only way I could communicate with Jackie would be by obtaining what was called an, a morale call number from my unit that would allow me to talk to her for five minutes. And they literally cut you off when your five minutes was over. So without a doubt, the most disappointing time in my life. You know, life is full of disappointments. Uh, sad times, suffering, trials, we, you know, we've all experienced it. Uh, and, and the sad truth is that that's a part of living in this fallen world that we all live in. Because sin entered the world, there is suffering. And the only way to truly escape it is when we leave this world to spend eternity with God. But thankfully, when Jesus was born in a stable in Bethlehem, uh, he not only brought us good news that we talked about last week, the good news that salvation would rescue us from our sin and make eternal life possible, but he also came to bring us something that can help us get through the disappointments and the trials of living in this fallen world. It's called joy. And it's found in the same message from the angel that, uh, that told the shepherds about the good news. Let's read that passage again uh, Luke 2 8 through 11 and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people today in the town of David a savior has been born to you he is the Messiah the Lord. Joy. Joy could be defined as finding a way to be happy, to have peace, to be content, even when things don't go your way. You know, everyone in this room, everyone in this room has experienced days where things didn't go your way, right? Uh, in big ways and small ways, we've all experienced things that ruined our day or, or, or disrupted our day. Uh, sadness, disappointment. Grief, pain, sickness, rejection, betrayal. Sometimes things don't go our way because of someone else's bad choices. 
If someone lied to us or was unfaithful to us or said or did something that hurt us. Sometimes things don't go our way because of bad choices that we make. You know, we, we're the ones that cause the hurt uh, to someone or to ourselves. We're the ones that, that committed the sin. How many of us would love to live some days over uh, and make a different choice this time because of the, the pain that we might have caused ourselves or someone? And then sometimes things don't go our way because of the fact that, again, we just live in a fallen world. Many are killed each year because of hurricanes and floods, earthquakes, blizzards. And we all are very familiar. We've been watching TV the last couple of days of these horrible tornadoes down over in the Midwest that have taken many lives and destroyed homes and businesses. It's, it's devastating, isn't it? They didn't do anything to deserve that or... It wasn't their fault, but yet it happened. Tor- tornadoes, we'll, we'll, talk to, we'll talk a little later. We'll talk a little later. Okay. No, it's okay. We'll, we can talk about that later. All right. Tornadoes happen, and, and people get hurt, and property gets destroyed. Our world is filled with disease that takes young lives. Uh, accidents come unexpectedly, and they change lives forever. Economies fail and people get laid off from their jobs. Our fallen world uh, can make some day, days really, really bad. And we've, we've probably been through some of those days. Thankfully, all of our days aren't bad. In fact, we might say that, that most of our days, hopefully, hopefully we can say most of our days are not bad, but some of them are, aren't they? Some of them are. What do we do when things don't go our way? God gives us something wonderful to help us when things don't go our way. Joy. Joy. What does joy look like? You know, is it ice cream and candy canes? <laughs> is that joy? Uh, is, is it pleasure that comes from your team winning? Or is it a fun day at the beach or, or a pleasant evening reading a book or watching your favorite television program? A new relationship after experiencing that horrible one? Uh, it, it, is that what joy is, those kind of things? Something good that takes the sting of the bad away for a moment? Is that joy? Well, not really. That's not really joy. You know, those, those kinds of things are, aren't bad at all. We, we enjoy them. Ice cream is always good, right? Right? I mean, you know, you, you, you never pass up ice cream, and it does seem to help a little bit for, for a few minutes, but it doesn't last. Ice cream doesn't last. Uh, before long, you got a stomach ache, and then your day, your bad day's still there. Now, joy is not dependent on any kind of earthly pleasure that that we might experience in this life. It, in fact, we can have joy even if there is no earthly pleasure going on in our life. Because joy doesn't come from this world. It doesn't come from our circumstances. Joy comes from God. Paul wrote about this when he wrote to the church at Philippi in Philippians 4, verse 4. He said, always be joyful because you belong to the Lord. I will say it again. Be joyful. Always be joyful. Why? Because you belong to the Lord. Joy comes uh, to followers of Jesus because they know Jesus. That's why you have it. And if you don't know Jesus, you, you can't have that kind of joy. And one of the things that brings followers 
of Jesus' joy is what gave the Israelites joy back in Isaiah's day. God's promises can bring us joy. You know, no matter how low the Israelites got, even if it was their fault because of their unfaithfulness, you know, they could know that if they remained faithful or if they repented when they were not being faithful and they came back to the Lord, um, God would bless them. They knew that God would bless them if they would just be faithful and turn to him. They could, they could look back in their history and they could see this happening time and time again. Whenever they were faithful, they knew God would bless them. God would give them victory. He would give them prosperity. He would give them peace every time and always when they put him first in their lives. They could find joy knowing, you know, if I put God first, I'll be blessed. That was a promise. And the same is true for you and me today. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 and 34, Jesus is trying to teach a lesson about how God will take care of you. He takes care of the flowers in the field and the birds in the air. And, and if you'll take care of them, surely he'll take care of you. And he said this, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things, the things you need in life, all these things will be given to you as well as they're given to birds and the flowers. They'll surely be given to you Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, maybe we get laid off. Uh, maybe the bills are piling up. W what do we do? What do we do? Things are not going our way right now. But God promised, look, if you put me first in your life, in my kingdom, I'm going to take care of your basic needs. Maybe you won't get rich and you won't have... Uh, uh, overflowing abundance but you'll you'll be able to eat and you'll have a place to live and a, 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 a roof over your head I'll take care of you now, God promised that if we put him first he will take care of our needs he'll help us find a new job maybe he'll send your spiritual family the church to you to to help you get back on your feet and, and, and sustain you until you get get back on your feet you know, find joy in the promise that God will take care of you if you'll put him first. What about times of loss or times when our lives are in turmoil due to sickness or a struggling marriage or being betrayed by a loved one? How can joy be found when life stinks? I'm sure you've been there before. Where do I find joy in this circumstance? It's not always easy to find joy in when life stinks, it isn't, but God promises that he will help you even when life stinks. Romans 8 verse 28, Paul wrote, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You know, we, we saw this promise revealed in Joseph's life, Joseph of the Old Testament. Uh, you know, remember, if anybody's life stunk, man, it was Joseph for a long period of time. He was sold into slavery by his brothers. Um, he, was, he was thrown into prison for something he didn't even do. Uh, and, and, you know, you, you, look at, you, you looked at what was happening to him, and you think, man, how could you find any happiness or any joy in that circumstance? But, but Joseph never lost faith in God. He always looked to God that he would somehow get him through it and make it turn out all right. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. God can make uh, 
and, and will make good, some good, come out of even when life stinks. Joy can be found in knowing that God will be, bring good in every cir- circumstance that we, every situation that you and I face. Looking for it until we can find it uh, can be a joyful experience. You know, there you're in the middle of this terrible ordeal you're going through. You know, take a moment to, and, and some time to look. Where's the joy, God? Where's the joy? Show me the joy. And then when you find it, oh, there it is. There it is. And then celebrating when you do find it. You know, that brings more joy. Seeing a life change. Man, that was a horrible situation, but my life was changed, or my loved one's life was changed for the good because of it. Uh, Family is drawn closer together because of of a tough circumstance. Eyes being opened to previously hidden or ignored truths. Wow, I never even thought about that. And now I, now I know. The blessing is there. And there's joy in finding it. There's joy in finding it. There are so many other promises that can bring us joy. We look in God's word. Like we will never be tempted beyond what we can bear. You know, this is a tough temptation for me and I'm having a hard time. But I know that I can have the strength to resist it. Because it's a promise. If we ask for forgiveness when we sin, God will give us forgiveness. That's a promise. The Holy Spirit lives in us and gives us strength and guidance and wisdom whenever we ask for it. It's a promise. We can find joy in that. The greatest promise that we have is one that was given to the Israelites. The promise of Jesus. We sang a little bit about it in a more modern way this morning. One of the great uh, Christmas prophecies of the Old Testament. Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from this time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Israel, you need to know a child's going to be born to you one day that will change things for eternity. He will not be anything like a current or any past ruler you've had before. He will be a miraculous ruler. He will be mighty God. Yet he will still be your father. He will bring peace, real peace, that lasts forever. Because he will rule forever. And that ruler will come, and you will know him, and you will be blessed by him. No matter how bad things get, you can know one day this ruler will come and he will make it all right. And you and I have that very same promise, except it's even better. Because for you and me, it's not a promise anymore. He's already here. He came to the shepherds that night. Came to Bethlehem that night. Jesus was born. He grew to be a man. He gave his perfect life on the cross uh, to make it possible that we could have peace with God. Right now, we can have peace with God. No matter what happens to us in this life, no matter how many bad days come our way, we can know that if we put our faith and our trust in Jesus, our Savior, we will experience a perfect peace that will last for eternity. 
no matter what happens in this world. When I arrived in Turkey just a few days before Christmas, I hung around the base for about a week playing pool and eating hot dogs at the rec center. <laughs> I met a, a few people. We went to chapel services and even had, I even had some conversations about my faith during some games of pool. Uh, resolving, I, I had resolved, I, I'm going to make the best of my circumstance. I'm going to make the best of it. And then after Christmas, I went to my unit headquarters to find out about the next leg <clears throat> of my trip going to the radar site. As I was checking in and they were asking me questions, they asked me what my AFSC was, Air Force Specialty Code. That's my job. That was the, what I went to school for. Well, uh, they discovered that I, I was a 304X4. Of course, all of you know what that is. <clears throat> um, I was a 304X4 or a ground radio maintenance specialist. I was not a 304X0, a radar relay specialist. Now, somehow back in basic training, someone made a mistake and entered the wrong AFSC in the computer for me. Uh, they had entered 304X0, radio relay specialist. Uh, so when the computer was looking to give me an assignment, it gave me a radio relay assignment on the mountaintop, not a ground radio assignment. And there were no ground, uh, ground radio positions at this mountaintop site. So they said, you can't go to the mountain because there aren't any ground radio positions there. So where was I going to go? I was in Turkey, for goodness sakes. Where was I going to go? Well, they had to figure that out. So they took some time to talk to whoever they had to talk to and figure it out. And they finally told me, uh, well, at first they said, you could either be reassigned to another base, which I was thinking, yes, let's do that. Or you could just stay right there at the main base, Injerlik Air Base, because they did have ground radio positions there. Well, after a, a, a few days, they, they came back and they told me that I was officially assigned to the ground radio maintenance facility at Injerlik Air Base, Turkey, maintaining air traffic control communication systems. That was going to be my job. That's what I trained for. That was going to be my job. And I found out that if I wanted to, Jackie could accompany me there. That was an accompanied assignment. Well, yes, of course I wanted her to come. Uh, we'd have to stay for two years rather than one, but we could be together. So I got a, a morale call number. I called Jackie and very excitedly tried to explain everything in five minutes. <laughs> and I, I think I, I did for the most part. Maybe the Operator fudged a little bit. Let me talk a little longer. <laughs> it took about a month uh, to get all the paperwork arranged, uh, but I was able to fly to Germany and meet her at Rhein-Main Air Base, and, and then together we flew back to Turkey and enjoyed two adventurous years there, including uh, welcoming our, our first son, Chris. And God turned our disappointment into great joy. Now, disappointments don't always turn completely around like that. You know, it doesn't always turn out like that. But, but even if they don't, joy can still be found. Even if, even if I had had to go to the mountain for a year by myself, I'm confident that God would still have blessed my life uh, and, and, and uh, still would have had opportunities to, 
to share my faith and share the good news with people that I work with there. He would have helped us both enjoy our time apart from each other uh, until we were able to be reunited. Are things not going your way right now? Want some relief? Find the joy that comes from knowing Jesus. No matter what you're facing in your life, stop and think about the promises that are yours because you know Jesus. Your salvation, peace with God, the promise that some good can come no matter what your circumstance is right now. The promise that God is on your side, even living in you if you're a Christian, ready and willing uh, to forgive, to guide, to give you strength. He loves you no matter what. Find joy in that. Think of those promises and find joy in them. Jesus brought joy to the world. It's always there for you when you know God's wonderful promises and trust him to keep them. Father, I thank you for joy. Joy that comes from knowing your son, Jesus. I thank you that uh, not only Jesus did, did Jesus bring good news of salvation, but he, he brought us uh, a wonderful gift that can bless us even when we live in a fallen world. And all of us here today have experienced very difficult times. Uh, and and you have, you've helped us get through them. And I just pray, Father, that, that if there's someone here today who's going through a difficult time right now, uh, that they will cling and, and, and reach out and find the joy that comes from knowing you. Help them to, to find the, the blessing. It might take a while for that blessing to work its way out, but help them to look for it and to see it when it's there and to be thankful for it. Lord, help us to be a, a part of people's joy in the way we, as we talked about in, in Sunday school this morning, the way we are kind and the way we love and the way we're patient. Uh, uh, Father, uh, help us to be a source of joy for people in our lives. Lord, we thank you and we praise you so much for joy. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.